Welcome, sons and daughters of God, as we gather today for worship on Palm Sunday and Passion Sunday. Today is a special day in the life of the church as we hear of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem with shouts and songs of Hosanna. Later on, we hear some of those same voices cry out, crucify him. But all of this moves us toward Easter and the glory of new life. And so we welcome you to this time of worship and invite you to join in and hear this story of the passion of our Lord. We will be celebrating Holy Communion as part of our service today. And so we invite you to gather your bread and cup and be prepared uh, with your elements as we share communion together. Again, welcome to worship. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. The Gospel according to Matthew. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, the Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt, put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven! When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. The Gospel of our Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. The Lord be with you. And, and also, also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It, it is, is right, right to, to give him thanks and praise. We praise you, O God, for redeeming the world through our Savior Jesus Christ. Today he entered the holy city in triumph and was proclaimed Messiah and King by those who spread garments and branches along his way. Bless these branches and those who carry them. Grant us grace to follow our Lord in the way of the cross so that joined to his death and resurrection, we enter into life with you. Through the same Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Let us go forth in peace. In the name of Christ. Amen. Amen.
Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. As we now enter into the contemplation of the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ and meditate on the salvation of the world through his sufferings, death, burial, and resurrection, let us pray together. Everlasting God, in your endless love for the human race, you sent our Lord Jesus Christ to take on our nature and to suffer death on the cross. In your mercy, enable us to share in his obedience to your will and in the glorious victory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading is taken from the 50th chapter of Isaiah. The image of the servant of God is one of the notable motifs in the book of Isaiah. Today's reading describes the mission of the servant, whom early Christians associated with Jesus. Like Jesus, the servant does not strike back at his detractors, but puts trust in God's steadfast love. A reading from Isaiah. The Lord God has given me the tongue of a teacher, that I may know how to sustain the weary with the word. Morning by morning he wakens, wakens my ear to listen to those who are taught. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious. I did not turn backward. I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who pulled out the beard. I did not hide my face from insult and spitting. The Lord God helps me. Therefore, I have not been disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint. And I know that I shall not be put to shame. He who vindicates me, vindicates me is near. Who will contend with me? Let us stand together. Who are my adversaries? Let them confront me. It is the Lord God who helps me, who will declare me guilty. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. To Mark. It was two days before the Passover and the festival of unleavened bread. The chief priests and the scribes were looking for a way to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him. For they said, not during the festival, or there may be a riot among the people. Then Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went to the chief priests in order to betray Jesus to them. When they heard it, they were greatly pleased and promised to give him money. So Judas began to look for an opportunity to betray Jesus. On the first day of unleavened bread, when the Passover lamb is sacrificed, at evening Jesus came with the 12. And when they had taken their places and were eating, Jesus said, Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me, the one who is eating with me. They began to be distressed and to say to him one after another, Surely not I. Jesus said to them, It is one of the twelve, one who is dipping bread into the bowl with me. For the Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that one by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that one not to have been born. 
While they were eating, Jesus took a loaf of bread, and after blessing it, he broke it, gave it to them, and said, Take, this is my body. Then he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them, and all of them drank from it. Jesus said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly, I tell you, I will never again drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the new kingdom of God. When they had sung the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said to them, You will all become deserters, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to Jesus, Even though, even though all become deserters, I will not. Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, this day, this very night, before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. But Peter vehemently said, Even though I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all of them said the same. to a place called Gethsemane, and Jesus said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter and James and John and began to be distressed and agitated. And Jesus said to them, I am deeply grieved, even to death. farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I want, but what you want. Jesus came and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon? Are you asleep? Could you not keep awake one hour? Keep awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And once more he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy and they did not know what to say to him. Jesus came a third time and said to them, are, are you still sleeping and taking a rest? Enough! The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up! Let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Immediately, while Jesus was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived, and with him there was a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. So when he came, he went up to Jesus at once and said, Rabbi, and kissed him. 
Then they laid hands on Jesus and arrested him. But one of those stood near, drew his sword, and struck the slave of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Then Jesus said to them, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit? Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not arrest me, but let the scriptures be fulfilled. deserted him and fled. A certain young man was following him, wearing nothing but a linen cloth. They caught hold of him, but he left the linen cloth and ran off <clears throat> naked. They took Jesus to the high priest, and all the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes were assembled. Peter had followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest and he was sitting with the guards, warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were looking for testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they found none. For many gave false testimony against him, and their testimony did not agree. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, we heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another not made with hands. But even on this point, their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, Have you no answer? What is it that they testify against you? But he was silent and did not answer. Again, the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? Jesus said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, why do we still need witnesses? You have heard this blasphemy. What is your decision? All of them condemned him as deserving death. Some began to spit on him, to blindfold him, and to strike him, saying to him, prophesy. The guards also took him over and beat him. Yes. 
While Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she stared at him and, asked, and said, You were with Jesus, the man from Nazareth. But Peter denied it, saying, I do not know or understand what you are talking about. And then he went out into the forecourt. Then the cock crowed. And the servant girl, on seeing him, began again to say to the bystanders, This man is one of them. But again he denied it. Then after a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly, you are one of them, for you're a Galilean. But he began to curse, and he swore an oath. I do not know this man you are talking about. At that moment, the cock crowed for the second time. Then Peter remembered that Jesus had said to him, Before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. And Peter broke down and wept. As soon as it was morning, the chief priest held a consultation with the elders and the scribes and the whole council. They bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? <clears throat> He answered him, You say so. Then the chief priest accused him of many things. Pilate asked him again, Have you no answer? See how many charges they bring against you. But Jesus made no reply, so that Pilate was amazed. Now at the festival, Pilate used to release a prisoner for them, anyone for whom they asked. Now a man called Barabbas was in prison with the rebels who had committed murder during the insurrection. So the crowd came and began to ask Pilate to do for them according to his custom. Then he answered them, Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? For he realized that it was out of jealousy that the chief priest had handed him over. But the chief priest stirred up the crowd to have him release Barabbas for them instead. Pilate spoke to them again. Then what do you wish me to do with the man that you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, Crucify him! Pilate asked them, Why? What evil has he done? But they shouted all the more, Crucify, Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him! So Pilate, wishing to satisfy the crowd, released Barabbas for them. And after flogging Jesus, he handed him over to be crucified. Then the soldiers led Jesus into the courtyard of the palace, and they called together the whole cohort. And they clothed him in a purple cloak, and after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on him. And they began saluting him. 
Hail, King of the Jews! They struck his head with a reed, spat on him, and knelt down in homage to him. After mocking him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. They compelled a passerby who was coming in from the country to carry his cross. It was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. Then they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of a skull. And they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him and divided his clothes among them, casting lots to decide what each should take. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, the King of the Jews. And with him, they crucified two bandits, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by derided him, shaking their heads and saying, Aha, you who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests, along with the scribes, were also mocking him among themselves, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, come down from the cross now so that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also <clears throat> taunted him. noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. At three o'clock, Jesus cried. At three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani? which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, listen, he is calling for Elijah. And someone ran, filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a stick and gave it to him to drink, saying, wait. Let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down. Then Jesus gave a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Now when the centurion, who was stood facing Jesus, 
saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, truly, this was God's son. Then Joseph bought a linen cloth and taking down the body, wrapped it in the linen cloth and laid it in a tomb that had been hewn out of the rock. He then rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where the body was laid. The Passion of Our Lord Jesus Christ. need, responding to each petition with the words, pray for the church, the earth, the world, and all who are in need. Responding to each petition with the words, your mercy is great. For the church around the world, we pray. God of mercy, awaken your church to new proclamations of your faithfulness. By your spirit, give us bold and joyful words to speak that we sustain the weary with the message of your redemption. Hear us, O God. Your Your mercy mercy is is great. For the care of the earth, we pray. God of mercy, quiet the earth where it trembles and shakes. Protect vulnerable ecosystems, threatened habitats, and endangered species. Prosper the work of scientists, engineers, and researchers who find ways to restore creation to health and wholeness. Hear us, O God. Your mercy mercy is is great. For a longing for peace and reconciliation, we pray. God of mercy, drive away fear and anger that cause us to turn against one another. Give courage to leaders who seek liberation for the oppressed. Bring peace and hope to those who are in prison and those who face execution. Hear us, O God. Your Your mercy mercy is great. great. For healing and wholeness, we pray. God of mercy, send your saving help to all who suffer abuse, insult, discrimination, or contempt. Heal the wounded, comfort the dying, bring peace to those suffering chronic or terminal illness. Tend to all who cry out for relief, 
especially those we name here now. Susan Bayman, Jesse Brock, Larry Crawford, Shirley Gallistorfer, Sam Green, Alberta Holden, Merrill Holden, Paul Letts, Gary Miller, Mary Lou Schofield, Roger Strong, Bill Sutton, Ron Wagner, and those in our hearts and on our lips. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Facing the coronavirus, we pray. God of mercy, give courage and wisdom to national governments and local authorities to enforce public health regulations for the welfare of all. Heal the sick, strengthen the elderly and vulnerable, support and protect all healthcare workers and all who serve the sick and those at high risk of infection. Reinforce all agencies that support public health, comfort and uplift those who are alone, isolated, oppressed by solitude and anxiety. Hear us, O God. Your, Your mercy, mercy is, is great. great. For the promise of new life in Christ, we pray. God of mercy, when we breathe our last, you raise us to eternal life. With all your witnesses in heaven and on earth, let us boldly confess the name of Jesus Christ, our resurrection, and our hope. Hear us, O God. Your, your mercy, mercy is great. great. Lastly, for ourselves we pray. Receive these prayers we share in the silence of our hearts. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. According to your steadfast love, O God, hear these and all our prayers as we commend them to you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. And also, and also with you. you. Clearly, our time of worship during this Lenten season has been very different than it would have been had we all been here together in the warmth of this sanctuary. But we are not separated by anything more than the distance between us, for Christ holds us together and reunites us together in spirit. And so I invite you to prepare your bread and cup as we share this meal of life and light. We have heard the story of how Jesus came into Jerusalem like a king, surrounded by crowds of people praising his name and singing Hosanna. But we also hear the story of how he gave himself humbly and paid the ultimate price and gave the ultimate gift of his own life so that we might know how deeply we are loved. That love is hard to believe sometimes, and so Jesus also knew to give us a gift that would remind us each time we share it that we are God's children. So we remember that on the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples 
saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Then after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks and gave it for them to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Jesus draws the whole world to himself. Come to this meal and be fed. I invite you to share your bread and cup with all who wish to commune in your gathering or by yourself if you are alone. Please eat and drink with these words. This is the body of Christ given for you. This is the blood of Christ shed for you. If you do not wish to commune, please offer and receive this blessing. God loves you very much, and you are God's daughter, God's son. Come and be fed.
The body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Let us pray. Faithful God, you walk beside us in desert places, and you meet us in our hunger with the bread from heaven. Accompany us in this meal, that we may pass over from death to life with Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Again, we welcome you to this time of worship and pray that as we spent this time together, it was meaningful to you and will help to feed you in your journey throughout this coming Holy Week. We are going to be broadcasting our Holy Week services for both Maundy Thursday and Good Friday on YouTube, and you'll be able to see them there. We also have a gift bag for you if you have not yet picked yours up. They're available here at the church uh, that will uh, give you some things that will aid in your worship time together uh, during the week, during Holy Week. So we invite you to come by and pick up a bag for yourself and maybe one for a family member or some friends nearby as you invite them to worship with us. Easter Sunday, we will have a service broadcast on YouTube, but we will also have an outdoor service at 10 o'clock out in the parking lot. So we invite you to uh, bring your chair and a mask and come and join us for our Easter celebration at 10 on Easter. The Sundays following Easter, we will be having two services here in the sanctuary, one at 8.30 and one at 11. Uh, both of those services need to be, uh, seats need to be reserved in a, ahead of time as we will only have 40 people uh, here in the worship center. And we will be live streaming our 11 o'clock service. And so you'll be able to see it live, whether you're here in the room or at home. But you won't be able to see the services on Saturdays anymore. Those of you who like those Saturday services, you'll have to wait till Sunday morning to be able to join us for worship online. But you can see it anytime after that over YouTube. We had a wonderful outpouring of generosity for the pharmacy that we are sponsoring as part of our um, African Children Today ministry. We had over $1,100 given through our God's Work, Our Hands ministry for that, um, for that ministry in, in Uganda. But we are also in the process of uh, inviting folks to sponsor children in the school there. And uh, so we want to show a new video that was made just for us here at Reconciliation that spells out that uh, ministry even further. So please enjoy this video. My name is Johnson and my name is Richard. We both work with African children today here in Raqqa, Uganda. We are grateful for the partnership of the Rutherland Church of Reconciliation. We are happy to be with you today. For the past 11 years, African Children Today has been working here in Raqqa, Uganda, where the first case of HIV AIDS was diagnosed. And our goal is to raise leaders that are ready to serve beyond self. 
we have several programs which include our amazing bakery, but also the carpentry and the welding workshop, which primarily provide jobs and skills to young people that have not had a chance for formal education. We also have the Hope Again Women's Ministry, comprised of the women and the elderly, which make the baskets and the jewelry that some of you have seen, and some of these have been able to get income that they have used to cater for their big families. We have also established ACT Junior School and soon ACT High School will be opening and between the two schools we shall have a capacity of 3,000 children. In our schools our focus is going to be providing the highest level academics but also embed this with values of humanity, values such as love, integrity, love for God and care for one another so that the graduates of our schools are able to go out there and be able to care for themselves but also be able to care for other people. So central to our programs is the sponsorship program where we invite all our friends, the ones we know and those we don't know, to come and support one or two vulnerable children. We often also ask people to share with other people about supporting a child that is needed. You become an ambassador for this child and the family in need. This is Trevor and we are at his home. This is his family. Please consider sponsoring him. When you do that, that will give him an opportunity to attend a good school, ACT Junior School and later ACT High School, but also will provide hope for the entire family in the future. Hi, my name is Dr. Mark. I am a practicing doctor in Uganda. If you have any doubts about what sponsorship does, take a look at me as a testimony. I implore and encourage each one of you to please consider sponsoring a child. Because when you sponsor a child, you are raising a doctor, you are raising a lawyer, you are raising a teacher, you are raising an engineer. And you may not be able to sponsor yourself, but you could be an ambassador. Please consider talking to someone about sponsoring a child. Thank you very much. Indeed, we invite you to be an ambassador. An ambassador for Christ as you help to raise up young people around the globe in Uganda and the, through the Ministry of African Children today. We have those who have already signed up to sponsor uh, children in our congregation, and that's a wonderful beginning, and you will have the opportunity to see the the profiles of those children that we want to sponsor, I believe we have 18. Now we're down to 16. We have 16 uh, who are still available for sponsorship. And you can see those um, at the outdoor service on Palm Sunday or um, on Easter as well. Or you may call Jeannie Hellman. Jeannie was the reader, one of the readers today. So you can call her at any time and get more information. But we invite you and encourage you to be an ambassador for Christ as you help to raise up these young people through that great ministry. Now please hear this assurance of grace. God has always loved you. God loves you now and God will love you forever. This is the good news that gives us new life, the good news that Jesus gave his life to give us. So we go trusting that God will continue to bless us and keep us, that God's face will shine on us with grace and mercy, that God will look upon us with favor and will give us peace. Amen. Go in peace.
cling to the cross of Christ. Thanks be to God.